Welcome to the Racing with Jason podcast, episode number one. I am Jason Carter, the voice of Arizona Speedway. Of course, I am with my main event co-host, Stephen McCullum, sidekicking with me here for this yes. podcast. Is the that, sidekick. Is that um, right? Can I call you the sidekick? Or you might... Just don't call me Robin. Uh, I was about to ask, can I call you Robin? I knew you were. That's why I went there. <laughs> I had a feeling that was coming. I don't even link up Batman and Robin. When I think Robin, I think I like Robin Scherbatsky from How About Your Mother. Yeah, I never, I didn't watch a lot of that, so I don't know, dude. Well, that's what I think of. Anyways, this is the <laughs> first Race with Jason podcast. Gonna be covering a lot of mainly, you know, like uh, dirt track racing, short track racing out here in the uh, fine state of Arizona. We call this the. What do we call the state of Arizona? You lived here the longest. The Grand Canyon know. State. The Grand Canyon State. I yes, was about sir. to say the Sunshine State. No, that's Florida, right? I once announced a race, NHRE race, last year at Route 66 Raceway, where this guy kept In saying, Chicago. "Yes, this guy kept saying the land of Lincoln," and you know it's cool to say it like maybe once or twice, but that's all he said. But it's on their license plates. But he just kept like, oh, another one from the land of Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, another yeah. one from the land of yeah, Lincoln. Another yeah. one from the land of Lincoln. Well, there's a couple local guys here that always call us like a basin because we're the Valley of the Sun, you know. So like, oh, in the Valley, the That's Valley. What I was thinking the Valley of the Sun. Yeah. For I don't know why I was thinking Sunshine State. Yeah. Like, but they'll say it like 900 times. So you're exactly right, you know. It's like, so say Phoenix. It's oh, we're broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun, and if you're just like, oh my God, enough, quit saying that. Announcers use crutches a lot. They they use the crutch. Really? Like, like, <laughs> like I just did. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I of course am the announcer at Arizona Speedway in Queen Creek, just off of Old Ironwood, in the the 60. If you want to get out there, the uh, smooth sounds of Jason Carter on the mic. Yeah. Smooth sounds of Jason Carter. I, that's my term. I coined it. Okay. Coined it away. And then uh, Steve <laughs> is actually up top filming the races this year for us. Anyways, did have uh, some good racing out this past weekend. The Father's Day Fallout. Darren Center, big IMCA modified main event winner. A uh, race that ran uh, green to checker. No, yeah. no yellow flag. Uh, six minutes and 45 seconds for their 25 or 20 lap main event. Uh, also had Kevin Parker win the Pure Stocks, and a Metro win the IMCA Northern Sport Mod main event. Justin Fitz got to victory lane, and then we had the uh, the ladies end up the night. The Dirt no. Dolls and the Powder Puff, Shelby Fry and Mackenzie Zackerson. Were the and winners. they're also known as the Lady Stocks. The Lady Stocks. And then they have the divisions. And then they have right? the divisions. Yeah. But that was kind of confusing me a little bit. But so. all it is is they hop in their husband or boyfriend's yeah. Pure Stock or bomber, and then they let it rip. So yeah, and it's um, I don't mean this derogatory in any way, but it was interesting to see the difference between the way men race and women race. You know, it's just I felt like the ladies styles were like, using a lot of the uh, the brake pedal. You could hear them like when they come out of four, they're kind of like romping yeah, on it, yeah. and then it's like backing it down, then romping but on it again, then the backing word, it down. The word I was trying to not use was cautious. Like they drove more cautious. Well, you, I don't think that's it at all. I think it's just more their, you know, men men are just more aggressive and stupid at times. Like you know the 
Well, I think they're they're definitely cautious because it is like their husband's car, and they don't want to wreck their husband's car. Um, And I think, I mean, they've only this is like their third race. Yeah, I mean, it was exciting to watch. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it was actually a pretty fun little ladies race that we had. Yeah, and you know, so there's nothing wrong with it or anything. But it just was it just was amazing to me, you know, because I had to pay attention, obviously, filming it, and it was just interesting watching the the different in the correlations. But we also just got done with the modified race and had an incident there, so that might also be why. I was paying extra close attention. To right, like something's going to happen. Northern sport lots, I guess. <laughs> going to be some um, beating and banging going yeah, on Yeah, so I, that, that also is the other thing, is I was probably paying more closer attention because of what happened there with the Northern sport mods. So, um, But yeah, but, we'll get into what happened yeah. there. Uh, teaser. Momentarily, a little te- teaser <laughs> right there. Anyways, congratulations to all the race winners out of Arizona Speedway this week. Very emotional victory lanes, obviously being Father's Day. Um, you know, Darren was pretty happy. Of course, I guess Talon, his, uh, his boy, he's up in some Somewhere, 120 grand Saturday night. I forgot to find out where exactly he was at or couldn't really hear him because Gary was doing the interviews. Yeah, he said, but I don't remember the track. He said either, yeah. And then, um, so it was cool seeing Eric out there as well. And uh, also, uh, you know, Cody Center. The whole center brigade out there uh, doing things. And then, um, you know, it was very cool seeing uh, Adam Etcher win the uh, Sport Mod main. He was pretty stoked. His dad was actually down there. I was trying to get the video. I was trying to get my phone out in time to get a video of him getting out of the car because I knew it was going to be pretty emotional. And he got out, you know, beating and banging on the, say, the, on, on the lid there, climbed up on top, you know, had his freaking Dell Earnhardt type moment, I guess you can say. <laughs> and uh, was living it up, man. So, I mean, that was definitely cool. Love the emotion that you see. I hate when, like, drivers get out of the cars and they just kind of wave, like, yeah, what's up? Because winning, winning yeah. never gets old, right? Like, isn't that what they say? Yeah, I guess it... Yeah, but at the same time, I guess it depends how you win also. You know? So, like, if it's a boring race where you lead front to end, you know, you might not be as excited. I mean, I'd be pretty excited because I just kicked everybody's ass. Yeah, I think you'd be... I, I don't know. I think I'd be more excited if it was a close race at the end and you... But, no, I... I but that's always the thing I've seen. Like, so I've been to a few World of Outlaw races, and Donnie Schatz has won every one of them. And I just, like, feel no emotion from Donnie Schatz yeah, right. when he gets like, out of the car. He's like, ho-hum. And I think a lot of it has to do, too, with, like, the World of Outlaws. Like, not to, like, talk crap about them, but they have them, like, hit the skills first, or, like, kind of waiting. So the guy already wins the race, and it's like, go to the skills. And it's like, all right, here's another, like, few minutes Yeah, I mean, it's... You're like, doo doo I mean, it's pretty... Plus, I think... He, I would say, too, I would imagine, and I, like I said, not being a race car, I would also imagine how hard you had to work to get on the track. Because I have noticed that with filming this last, like, month, month and a half, is that the people that have things go wrong, or they have to work harder to get to that winner's circle, they're a lot more excited... <laughs> Than the people that are like, yeah, I just rolled out of bed today and uh, you know drove out here. My car was set up perfect and I won. You know, the, I think that also has to do with it too. You know, it fits rewarding to go. I, it's my impression, but. I mean, we see some pretty emotional victory names, uh, like with the, the sprint car guys. I mean, R.J. Johnson, he's always amped up every time he wins. We saw Tamahako get his first win this year. Well, um, I, I guess that's at the track. I guess so. that's the point. Then is R.J. always wins out here, but he's so. always super excited when he does. <laughs> no, like it's true. not like his first time, or his, yeah. you know, I feel like every time it's like his first time almost. Like he gets amped you're up. Right. So does Davis. Yeah, you're um, right. So gotta pop that beer. I don't know. I think like, but they also finish the race, then come in the front stretch and celebrate with the World of Outlaw guys. They hit the scale. And then you're kind of waiting a few minutes, and they come around like, oh, okay, cool. And it's like, yeah, they've had time to settle. They just kind of get out of the car, like, hang on, let me climb up yeah, on the wing see, here. Yeah, we did it. That's where you got to get the emotion. We did it. 
You got to get the emotion right after the race. Because, yeah, if you give him time to settle But down. that also is Donnie Schatz, the only guy I've seen like win live. So, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I mean, because you go. I'd like to see somebody else win. I know, because after, after the race, we go into the pits, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. After the race is done, we get all of our stuff together and we go down there. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah. you know, calm and relaxed and everything. And, you, you know, if you go down there right after the race and everybody's, you know, still happy and, you know, so it also depends on the time frame. So. I would imagine. I think the most exciting victory lane I was ever part of actually was like my first victory lane to ever be part of. Uh, Hall of Fame Classic weekend back in when I get to Arizona 2012. Is that the 360? Yeah, that's when yeah. Mike Martin won the uh, 410 National USAC race on a 360. You guys talk about that like it's, you know, well, the greatest win ever. Yeah, it doesn't happen. I know. I'm just. So, I mean. <laughs> But no, that was, that was the exciting victory lane. Even like afterwards, the pits, like everybody was like amped up. You know, he was all excited. You should do a 30 up. for 30 on that because I've heard a lot of different stories <laughs> on that so we can break it down. And I've <laughs> had people tell me there was no passing and he just happened to be in the front to, you know, he just outraced everybody. All right. So, when the USAC guys come to town. I'm, I'm not taking it away from We'll Mike. do a 30 for 30. I'm not taking it away from anybody. I'm just saying I've heard a lot of stuff. So we kind of need to like interview people that were there. No, I like your idea. 30. <laughs> There you go. 30 for 30 this year is going to come out. We're going to get Robert Ballou's side of it because exactly. he was he yeah. was very vocal mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, you know, Dave Darlin, he was involved in the race. We'll get, we'll get them all. You know, Darlin, I believe, I think him and BC were running first and second the first night. I think Darlin won the first yeah. night. If yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I, and it's memory, from different people. That's I, just going off memory. So. Yeah, and it's just people I've heard it from where, you know, there's no reason. The track was set up for no passing, so nobody could get around him. And, I mean, yeah, passing like might have so. been coming out of premium that night, but still. I'm not, uh. take, I'm not taking away from anybody. You got the W. I'm just saying. It's just funny. I think that just popped in my head. You could do like a little little short on what happened from everybody's perspective, and it'd be kind of neat. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get it. We'll, we'll put something like that together. That'd be fun. Anyways, congratulations once again to the main event winners, Cool C and Darren Center in Victory Lane for the Modifieds. Uh, Kevin Parker back in Victory Lane. A uh, little rumblings. He might have the uh, the new motor back in that car because he had a stretch of some shitty races. But he uh, did break the uh, streak Is that, that Larry and Michael Bringer had in the Pure Stocks. They were six races in a row. Larry had four, and then Michael had the last two so that's before why, Parker won. Sorry. So that's why... Oh, so that's why... He he says he's been struggling. Is that he had a different motor in there? Uh, he never told me exactly, but I heard oh, some people up in, curious, in the booth yeah. talking about it. Because he, he has had some... And after, like, Larry won... Races. Like, I believe, like, after Larry won his, like, second race in a row, they were tied in points. So Kevin's like, yeah, it's, it's go time now. You're mine, buddy. We're going to... We're going to go battle this thing out, you know? And then it just kind of like Kevin kind of fell off the earth. So it was cool seeing him actually uh, get back in victory lane. He's still second in points. Actually, uh, he is now tied with Larry in points because Larry, he kind of had a uh, crap night. So tied once again, Larry Brigner and Kevin Parker in your pure stock points. Four wins for Larry, two wins for Kevin Parker. Uh, over on the uh, modified side of points, uh, Chaz Baca Jr. still leads Tyler Meckel by 12 points. Rob Colclasier is third, followed by Sean Stacy, John Morris. Uh, Adam Etchert winning the Sport Mod main event here the other night. He uh, moved up on points just a smidge there for the Sport Mods, but uh, still pretty far back. He's not really running for points, but I mean 13th. Not too shabby out of uh, five features that he's raced. Of course, they've had nine here at the uh, Arizona Speedway this year. Chase Owls, of course, leading all drivers with four wins, nine top fives in the nine features, so that's pretty impressive. Has an 18-point lead over Mark Harrison. Jason George is in third. Ray Showmine, Dale Irby, 
rounds out your top five there. And in our Bombers, won by Justin Fitz this past weekend. Points for that. Jason Knupel up on top with zero dubs. But uh, he has raced in uh, all ten features, finishing top ten in all but one. So how did he get all of his points? Well, he's actually ran the most races. So that's why. Okay. And then, you know, consistency pays off. Exactly. Consistency. We, we know how that is, and there's controversy on that in the upper upper ranks, uh, you know, where you don't have to win to, to qualify. So I certainly get that. Yeah, so consistency. I, just, I like just consistency. Just, just be consistent. Be consistent. Anyways, so Steve, uh, we were talking here before we, uh, you know, did this. Oh, actually, I did want to make note uh, this weekend. Don't forget, uh, Autocross going to be at Arizona Speedway, yes. June twenty third. Uh, in case you don't know what Autocross is, it's where we make the dirt track a road course. So the NASCAR guys will be up in Sonoma this weekend. Hey, we're going to have a mini Sonoma out at Arizona Speedway. They are Jonah and crew are working hard right now. I know Marcus probably hating his life um <laughs> getting a uh, dirt track kind of fi- figured out they never told me what the plans were for how it was going to be i remember even last week we asked jonah he's like uh he, he they're gonna us- be coming like out of three and four and then <laughs> yeah i mean he gave us more details for the filming aspect of it um with walls going up and everything but yeah it wasn't specific so it'll yeah. be interesting to see to get out there on saturday morning and and check it out and kind of get the angles but he did give us some ideas on where to shoot from that might be different um but yeah it's Definitely keep it's either being kept under wraps or they don't know. Yes, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm really starting to think they just didn't know. Oh no, there's a wall going up at this point. Yeah, so I won't say the point in case it is being kept under yeah, wraps. Yeah, exactly, right. Uh, but there's I, a start finish line and there's gonna be cars on the racetrack for autocross. It's gonna be uh, pretty cool. I've done this in the past uh, down in Peoria where uh, you know we did autocross and figure eight, and I believe what they would run you know wide open through three and four go up through the figure eight track after crossing the start finish line and then do some weird stuff. Yeah, they go to the infield with yeah. the figure eight and then they do something else and then they come back out of the Yeah, it was eight. pretty crazy stuff. Uh, well, that's going to be a fun time. Uh, special start time this week. Gates open at 445 for uh, the pit gates, 545 for the grandstand gates and then racing starting at eight o'clock this weekend. So Saturday night, come on out June 23rd. That'll be fun. Anyways, actually uh, $15 for adult tickets. Uh, seniors are 12 kids. 11 and there are free. Um, pit passes. Adults are 35, uh, 15 for kids, seven to 12 pit passes. And the kids six and under are free for pit passes. Uh, but it is a nice family event. And if you have the younger kids for the general admission, makes it for a cheap family night out there. And uh, 8 PM, the weather's, not too bad. No, it'll be good. The weather this past weekend was actually pretty good because we got the rain on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, rain on Friday and Saturday. It was humid, but it was humid. Uh, But it was once that sun goes down, it's still a little warm, but it's not bad at all out there because you're in the middle of the desert. You get a little breeze, and it's perfect. So come on out; it'd be fun. Yeah, definitely will be fun. Anyway, Steve, one of my favorite memories as a child. Now I grew up and I started watching motorsports in 1997 with NASCAR, of course. Um, That was also the first year of Texas Motor Speedway uh, being open which was kind of cool. I got into it that first year. Um, maybe I got into it a little bit before that with Days of Thunder, but back in the day, I thought all movies were fake. I didn't realize that Days of Thunder, there was actually like a NASCAR sanction. <laughs> I saw it was a movie because I thought all movies were, you know, like Aladdin where you rode a magic carpet, but it wasn't really true. Um, but 1997, one of my favorite memories as a kid was the first IndyCar race, IRL, came and raced at Texas Motor Speedway under the lights. Real cool event. Um, won by 
what we thought at the time was Billy Boat driving for A.J. Foyt. After uh, reviewing the tapes, and I think this was back when like USAC was still in charge of them, so that explains the screw-up. Um, <laughs> I could be wrong there, but if not, that's probably why. Throw USAC in so, there. Well, they totally... F the pooch when it came to, <laughs> to running IRL mm-hmm. uh, and sanctioning all that stuff. But um, after re- further review, Ari Leindyke was like declared the winner, which took him, I think, all night to do that. But Leindyke, you know, he knew he was the winner that night, came into victory lane. And AJ Foyt, Texas Texas boy, one of my uh, one of my heroes, my legends, oh super Tex. He uh, well known uh, uh, anger issue. <laughs> he he bitch slapped Ari Lineback and told him to get the hell out of his victory lane. <laughs> so I thought it would be fun if we on our podcast have a bitch slap award because I think every once in a while, I mean, there's a driver out there that deserves to get bitch slapped for just uh. Being themselves, I guess. Be, being a driver. <laughs> for yeah. being a driver. Yeah, for being a, a driver that's angry at one moment at a time. So yeah. this week's Bitch Slap Award, uh, you kind of preluded to this earlier, <laughs> was um, goes out to uh, Speedy Madrid for the IMCA Northern Sport Mod class, uh, number 15 out there. Um, I don't have to worry about him being mad because uh, he's not going to yeah. see me again this year. <laughs> Is it a... Permanent ban or just this year? Uh, just a yearly thing. Oh, okay. He'll be back next year. We'll talk about it. But anyways, <laughs> so um, in case you missed it, sorry not. Uh, the video will be posted uh, shortly from uh, Gestalt Production. Yes, we have it uh, cut up. and It was a race-long battle. We we thought it was just a couple laps when we were talking about it that night. Uh, but going back through the edited video, the, going through the video and editing it, uh, they were banging all night long. So started a, we found it started around lap eight is where it started. People started getting into each other. Yeah. So Ty Rogers, the uh, coming into Saturday night, winner of the past two main events for the IMCA Sport Mod class, uh, was kind of getting mired back in traffic. You know, wasn't really moving up anywhere. He was running down eighth, ninth, tenth, whatever. And him and Speedy Madrid were kind of going at it a little bit. And that's thing they were in the back of the track. They were in the back of the field. It wasn't like they were racing for first or a spot up front. So my only because I you know just kind of watched the video vaguely. Like what I remember calling it live. I remember Speedy kind of roughing him up a little bit, and I was like, hmm. Looks like Speedy's not too happy with him. I wonder what happened. I just kind of left it at that, figuring that'd be the end of the issue. Um, but two laps later, uh, Speedy Madrid just plowed right through Ty Rogers. I mean, it wasn't even a oopsie, I'm trying to race. It was a straight, I'm going to drive right through you. And mm-hmm. he drove right through him. Um, and spun him around. And spun him around. From behind. From behind. Yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't particularly dirty by any stretch. I mean, know, you saw the damage on Ty's yeah. car. And you're like, yeah. yeah, okay, that wasn't just a little nudge. That was yeah. a, yep, I'm not and, stopping and, here. And my video doesn't see where he goes into him. Um, I saw it live, but, you know, it's right as he's in the back of him and starting to turn him. So, uh, but no, it, it was definitely intentional. But in lap eight, uh, the opposite happened, not egregiously. They were both going into the corner and coming out of the corner in their slides. They ran into each other, and Madrid ended up getting spun in lap eight so i think that's what kind of started it then after that they were banging door to door and hitting each other and yeah so you see most of the video i i, I still haven't yeah. really watched it i just kind of saw what i saw at the yeah. point but i mean he doesn't get the bitch slap award for that he gets yeah. it for how he acted afterwards which obviously that was a rough driving call jason rominger made the call and said hey speedy rough driving yes black you're black flagged you know like that was clearly intent you know you didn't even make it look good just get off the track yeah and speedy wasn't too happy he came blazing through the pits after jason said hey don't go through the pits go off the racetrack to which you know jonah was down there the infield in the infield yeah he came down to the infield um 
looked like he was coming full of steam. I mean, I'm surprised Jonah actually stood in front of that car. And then he like he stopped, and then he was trying to get Jonah over there. Jonah's like, I ain't going over there. And then he came back on the racetrack, whipped it around, stopped on the start-finish line, kind of revved up the engine. The fans were, you know, loving it. So that's cool. I mean, whatever makes the fans happy. I always well, like that. I, I can speak from this because I was listening to it through the headphones, so I was hearing everything on the speakers, and nobody knew what was going on. Um, so I was just... So in a yellow flag, I just keep I just keep the camera on the car that spins or whatever until they tow them off. Just it's going to get cut anyway. So nothing's being said. Nothing's being said. And then I just hear Gary, you know, start talking from the infield about how you know he's out of this race. He's possibly done. And I'm like, what? What the heck's going on? See, I've never so, been. So then I'm like looking. I don't have the, so the camera is still fixated on the car, and I'm looking everywhere trying to figure out where Gary's at, where this car. Like it didn't. I didn't hear him revving his engine into the infield or anything like that. So I thought everything was normal, and it, it took me a few minutes to figure out what was going on. And I think a lot of the, and a lot of the crowd didn't even know because you saw when he you know came out and stopped at the start finish line being being that way, the crowd started cheering him. <laughs> you know, like they didn't know what was going. Like it it was just a, such a weird situation that only reason I I caught on as late as I did, but. I I still caught on was just because I was like, something's not right. Where's this car at? So, and a lot of that was so usually during the yellow flags. So, I have an announcer co uh, you know, oh, yeah, co announcement with, with, with Gary, and uh, you know, he'll usually talk. He's the fluff guy, he'll talk during the yellow flags, you know, sponsor this, sponsor that, sponsor this, sponsor that, whatever. Talk to the crowd, so, does a good you know, job yep, that. yeah, does a good job talking to the crowd on that stuff. So, you know, during the caution flag, like I knew what was going on, but I'm not one of those guys to like usually typically like announce like oh hey yeah this guy is in the middle you know like i'm not gonna draw attention to a guy acting like a buffoon you know yeah (laughs) on the on the track that's never really been my thing i did that once i didn't really do that once but i remember we had a a a sport mod actually in like a modified race a few years back and he was just you know acting dumb got black flagged i mean the dude was five laps down by lap three um it was just terrible and then they're like dude get off the track you know and he didn't want to get off the track so i said he was acting like a jackass i didn't call him jack i said oh he's acting like a jackass because he's tough on the track did not adhere to the black flag did like a 360 spin on the track you know creating ruts and all that stuff and tony was like this is that canyon where tony was you know flagging he was on the track like fearing for his life thought he was gonna get ran over there because this guy just wants to do donuts yeah so i try not to bring attention to that like if fans can see it fans are gonna be like oh wow this guy's coming into the pit or you know into the infield pretty hot so i'll let them kind of do that whole thing and a lot of that probably also has to do with like you know i mean his family's in there i don't want to draw attention to no yeah you know like whatever no so. it's the same concept of a drunken idiot that runs on the field you don't want to drive exactly do it or anything so so i always try to leave that out and gary comes in and it's just like well he's done for the night you know what he's gonna be done for the year i was like oh gosh gary yeah like <laughs> he's just, yeah when he he's all the one about he's like this son of a bitch get him out it sounded like vince mcmahon you're fired well that was the that's what the thing was like literally had no idea anything was bad was happening at all you know i heard about him sliding in the pits and and everything like that after the fact but by the time i found it you know gary was uh, and he was just sitting there calmly then by the time i got the camera on him to to zoom in because i wanted to see what was going on he was starting to race out of the infield you know so you know it's it's literally like you know, maybe 40, 30, 45 seconds where nobody knew what was going on. But even after that, every, like I said, everybody was like, what? I mean, you were kind of, you know, Gary said that. And then you kind of, I think, said a couple of things or whatnot. But when he came around, I still think people just weren't, it wasn't connecting what was going on because 
you know, a lot of times with race fans, you don't know, you know, I didn't think anything of that crash. You know, I know they were banging all night, you know, and all that. But going back and looking at it now, I was like, oh, it stopped at started in lap eight. And that's just stuff you don't know. Yeah, you can hear me in the video say, all right, yellow's coming out for Ty Rogers, spun spun around. And then, you know, Rogers says, hey, black flag speedy. So I was like, oh, we're giving the black flag to speedy. Looks like his night's done. And that's, and, that's, and that's where I left it at. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, I could see everything going on, obviously, because I'm yeah. up there and, like, Rominger is just I yelling. I had no idea. Back and forth or whatever. But anyways. <laughs> I usually pay attention to the cars that go in the infield, too, like during yellow flags. I usually zoom in on them because I want to see them. I want to get it working on them or whatever. Right. And this time, I literally thought nothing. I was like, oh, he's black flagged. He'll just drive off. You know? <laughs> well, he did not drive off. No, and so that's why he gets the award. Speedy, you get the first bitch slap award. And by the way, it's all fun, guys. All right? Nobody get offended by this award that I'm giving out. I swear. That, that's what you're worried about. Well, you know, people don't get offended. I know. They get mad. Drivers, well, they're all they're all tough guys. I'll throw this out, Jason, and they can come see me because I'm probably bigger than all of them. Yeah. So I feel comfortable saying this. Have you uh, seen some of those bomber guys? Don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like I'm faster than them. All right. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> they may be bigger, but I feel like I could be faster. Uh, the, if you don't want the award, don't be an asshole on the course, on the, on the racetrack. Right. There you go. And I get it. Drivers, you know, I get it. You're hot. You're, you're out there racing, you know, I've seen a lot of victory lane speeches where there's some digs thrown in there, you know, some subtle digs thrown in there at other competitors. I mean, and, and they also throw, <laughs> throw digs at the track, you know, when yeah. you put a microphone on them. So yeah, this so. is my turn. Time to throw a dig. <laughs> All right. Well, let a man throw a dig. Anyways. So there you go. Stephen Drew gets the first bitch slap award of the Racing with Jason podcast. Are you going to do a trophy? Uh, Edit tool? <laughs> I need to. <laughs> well, you're not him. You'd have to, oh, go have to, to, you have to go to, have to give track. it to his nephew. <laughs> hey, man, give us your uncle. Anyways, uh, NASCAR also ran this weekend. Uh, I'm not going to you know, touch too much on uh, all that jazzness, but NASCAR well, it, did run this weekend. Xfinity ran. X, yeah, Truck Series and Xfinity at yeah. Iowa. It's a pretty good racing, actually. Um, it was uh, super cool. Uh, Brett Moffitt, he won at Iowa on Saturday. Uh, Noah Gregson, who is like becoming probably one of my favorite drivers right now in the world of like NASCAR land, tried to like dive bomb him going into turn yeah. three, and is it just did or? not work out. Truck, truck series. Okay, truck series. Yeah. I, mean, I don't follow truck series he, like you do. He so. tried to dive bomb him going into turn number three and hold it off of four. Couldn't quite hold it, hit the wall, but uh, still came home with second. So that was pretty cool seeing them go. Nice. Um, I like the truck series because, like, when they crash, you know, they just go right back out there and race, you know. I know, right? It's, it's, it's like all the other circuits, you know, Xfinity and even NASCAR, they crash, and it's like, take it in the garage. Yeah, these guys are like, crap, now we yeah. got to work. We got to like, have your engines hanging out. They're like, duct tape it, let's go. <laughs> I can still finish. <laughs> they definitely uh, are, are good with the old five-minute clock roll, you know, they have, so. <laughs> That's what I like about the truck series. From what I've seen of it, you know, it's just like, it's just, it's a whole different breed, you know. So I like it. And then also, we had the um, NASCAR uh, Xfinity Series racers go out and race on Sunday. Justin Allgaier, a uh, Illinois kid, you can say. Saw him win when I uh, helped out a uh, horse with Chicagoland last year. On uh, he won the Xfinity race out there, so he won on Sunday. So that was a pretty cool uh, little deal right there. Um, also, want to get into uh, something real quick here. Uh, not really like I don't know. This is kind of like my rant, I guess you can say, my rant of the week. Rant away. Can I go on a rant of the week? Because I'm pretty sure I'll have like a one rant. Yeah, a week you on something one? or someone. The problem will be paring your rants down to one. 
Yeah. <laughs> so what? I'm trying to figure out what I want this week's rant to be. But no, so I saw uh, Kyle Larson uh, tweeted out. Obviously, they had the weekend off this past weekend. He's been doing a lot of dirt racing. Uh, he tweeted out, what's today's date? The 20th. Yeah, he, he raced uh, two or three races in Indiana Midget Week, right? Yeah, he did some uh, Midget Week stuff. Yeah, okay. uh, he did some World of Outlaw stuff here this past weekend. Uh, so the other day on uh, the 18th, of June. Actually, no, this was the 17th of June. I don't know. Either way, he tweets out, headed to another one of my favorite tracks uh, in Ohio. Last couple years, I've done a little Q&A on the drive to the track. Let's fire up again. Ask away. And before you ask, my favorite NASCAR track is Bristol, and my favorite dirt track is Tulare. Maybe do the Indy 500 someday. (laughs) So he's like, I'm not asking that question. Here you go. That's what's up. Obviously, those are the most asked questions. Right. And then uh, World, World of Outlaws, the World of Outlaws Twitter, came back and said, hey, when are you running full-time with the Outlaws? And he said, before I'm 40. And they said, okay, we can live with that. So Jeff Gluck tweets out, you know, Kyle Larson, World of Outlaws with some eyes or whatever. You know, ooh, check this out. And this kid, Dylan, um, he actually changed his name back to Dylan. Uh, up yeah. until yesterday, it was <laughs> Chili Bowl is just another, is just a random dirt race. He tweeted, always said he's just a dirt driver that races in NASCAR to fund his sprint car team. Biggest joke was him saying he'd rather win the random, a random dirt race than the Daytona 500. I would say good riddance. And, you know... I still to this day, like I know Kenny Wallace like made a post about this a few weeks back about, you know, NASCAR or dirt track fans shouldn't make fun of NASCAR. And I think it kind of goes like vice versa. I mean, if you don't understand why they want to win that race so much, then why comment on it? You know, like that's my deal with it. Like, here's a good analogy. I had this buddy in the military. He would always talk about how hot his wife was. He's like, dude, my wife, she's super hot. He's, he's always talking about how smoky she is. She came out to one of the work picnics. This broad is uglier than Satan, dude. I swear to God. Is this a joke or is this No, a this story? is a real story. Okay. She was ugly, right? All right. <laughs> but I wasn't going to say, dude, man, she ain't pretty. To him, like, honestly, he saw something in her that he liked. And he thinks that's the best thing in the world. And Kyle Larson thinks winning the Chili Bowl is better than winning the Daytona 500. If that's, like, his prerogative, then let him just do it. Like, why you got to talk crap about that? Like, I think, you know, it goes it goes two ways. Dirt track fans shouldn't talk bad about NASCAR guys. Or NASCAR shouldn't talk bad about dirt. Let's all just race. Be good with it. You go with that? That's my, that's my that's my weekly rant for week number one. Has Kyle Larson ever won Daytona? No. Yeah, so he doesn't know what it's like. So why would he? Why would that be one he's, of his favorite? He's never won the Chili Bowl either. No, oh, hasn't. No. He said, "I'd rather win the Chili Bowl than yeah. Daytona because I mean, they're both tough and they're on right." But well, that's if you want to look back at history, Daytona 500. Trevor Bain has a win there, and yeah, he just yeah. lost his right to retire guy. So yeah. But the thing. Uh, that baffles me about it is, you know, yeah, that's exactly it. It's almost, you know, it's like it's like the old college football thing where SEC thinks it's better than the Big Ten. You know, it's all different. So dirt racing is different. And so what if Kyle Larson or somebody wants to race in their, where they grew up racing? That's what he likes to do. And quite frankly, if he can go to NASCAR in order to fund his racing teams like Tony Stewart did, why not do it? Makes perfect sense. Movie people make blockbusters in order to make their you know their project films and everything so exactly i just don't see why a little better analogy for you i should have given that to you i, don't know, I like my analogy better but um Dirt. yeah it, it cracks me up how people you know look down on different racing types of racing you know the dirt track guys the dirt track modified guys look down on the you know the um 
whatever you know, asphalt racer tracks, you know, right. and stuff like that. So it's just funny how everybody looks down on everybody else. Mo- so. Modified guys think <laughs> Boone is better than Knoxville. <laughs> you know, and wing sprint car guys, they think you know their things better than you know midget week or you know indiana sprint week those yeah. guys think they're better than this and this and that yeah i mean it, i think that's always the case but i think it's also has your race because if you go to indiana i have a feeling you know indiana's more dirt racing like that guy might be from someplace but you know indiana's like well you know we have but, a friend that oh my god like when i first met him and got into this dirt racing stuff when i met you what well, you know all he talks about is dirt racing like he he enjoys the other stuff but his love is dirt racing and how great it is and all that stuff um you know because that's the way he was raised whereas i'm the opposite i was raised on nascar and those types of races so i kind of favor those a little bit more just because i'm more familiar with them you know what i mean so that's what's just so random the guy was like well uh, my mind's not narrow i've been to plenty of dirt races this year haven't haven't been to one asphalt race but you gotta allow yourself to think a dirt race they do inside of a convention center is bigger than the freaking daytona 500 that millions watch so he's like basing it off like yeah, people watching right, it yeah. which is just dumb so you know what dylan at the DM3D, stupid name, by the way, and stupid freaking picture. Calling them out. You're wrong. Calling them out. And your Daytona 500 is obviously a fat girl that you like and think is pretty, while Kyle Larson is dating a hottie for six days next year. So what you got on that? I wonder how much of it is, you know, they feel that Kyle Larson has an advantage on the dirt track because he's a NASCAR racer. You know, I think a lot of them so just get mad. They get jealous, right? That's what I, I'm trying to A get lot at. of like NASCAR fans, what I've like kind of seen to notice is because what like Fox and NBC and like even NASCAR, they do a horrible job at marketing their drivers. Uh-huh. It's not good. Like yeah. before, like social media, like they, they they have no idea how to market these guys. I mean, last year we heard nothing about the youth. It was all about Dale Jr. retiring, running 25th every week. This year. They are like, all right, let's pump up the youth. But now all the veterans are winning, and they're still trying to double down the youth movement. Like, all right, you can focus on Kevin Harvick. He's actually winning races. You know, <laughs> like you can focus on these older guys are actually winning races. I mean, Clint Moyer's having a great year, um, a great character too, you know, in the NASCAR realm. But they're still like, let's pump Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott ain't done dog crap since he's been in the Cup Series. Like, well, he just hasn't. When they, But the way they're marketing it, every time, like, so they'll post something on their page, but it'll only be like from Kyle Larson. It'll only be when he says something that's not meant to like piss off anybody. Yeah, but it's they'll ask him something show, about so. dirt and he'll say, oh my God. Yeah. Like you just see his eyes light up because like he loves dirt racing so much. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And his eyes just light up when you talk about dirt racing. And then people get mad like, oh, he's just stealing a ride. Like people are like, he's taking a ride from somebody who's deserving. The guy has wins. Like he's not taking a ride from anybody. This what? guy actually goes out and wins. I mean, but they don't, I guess, but they don't say that stuff about Stenhouse Jr. who dirt races on his spare time too. They don't say anything like that about him, do they? I've never heard it. But he doesn't come out with those comments that he'd rather win dirt track. So, um, I mean, they're out there. He just didn't really make it public, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I know he likes, he likes dirt racing more than he likes NASCAR. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about that, but, um, but that's, that might be part of it too. But I mean, I think the move for racing, um, and it's good for racing, is incorporating all these different types of races. Because that's the problem with racing is they've always been separate. So I like this thing that the uh, IMS, the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, is doing. Yes, because yes. Because that's going to incorporate 
dirt track racing into NASCAR Xfinity truck. I don't think they're running the truck series. No, weekend. not the truck series. Not that weekend. It's um, uh, the Xfinity and the Cup series. But yeah. leading off um, that race weekend, IMS is actually putting that dirt track in. They said they told Tony Stewart for your retirement gift, we're going to put a dirt track in here. Well, they did that, Tony Stewart. And they did just special, like, right? uh, yeah, they, they had like four cars. I believe like Bell was out there yeah. with Stewart. Uh, Clawson was out there yeah. on the racetrack. And, uh, but here they are. They're actually putting in the dirt. The dirt is going in. They're grading it and I'm, everything I'm right now. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. So yeah. uh, that's going to be pretty exciting to kick off a NASCAR weekend out there. Actually going to have a, a little bit of a, a, a USAC race out there. I'm not sure. If it, have they announced like is it four tens is it midgets? No, they, they haven't announced there, anything. I saw USAC Facebook or tweet something out earlier yeah. today. They haven't announced anything announce next week. Um, uh, at all about it. But it's never a bad thing to incorporate different. You know, going back to the football analogy, where as you know, bowl games, SEC plays Pac twelve, SEC plays Big Ten, because you incorporate that and kind of make the whole brand of college football stronger. The same thing with this is you're going to get those dirt track guys into NASCAR that maybe they'll stay for or you'll get Saturday or Sunday. NASCAR race. fans actually that, that will be, you know, at yeah. that, you know, her camping out. Hey, let's go to this dirt race. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's not going to, that's just going to help the sport grow and stop this bitter rivalry stuff that you see. I know. This is like skateboarders going up against guys who rollerblade. And then, like, we all (laughs) just... All the same And then we all just agree that guys on bicycles suck. You know, like, that's that's the thing. And that's... Don't ride a unicycle. Screw that guy. You know, he's the odd man out. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was a big NASCAR guy before, you know, I started, like, I didn't know anything about dirt track racing up until, what, six years ago? Like, the first sprint car race I ever saw in person was six years ago and I was announcing it like yeah. okay cool here we go yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you know but that, that's just going to help the race on that stuff and yeah I'm not going to disagree with you I'd never seen a dirt race I didn't really heard about dirt track racing and the first one I saw was like holy cow this is great you know uh, just so much more stuff in it that you need to learn than just driving you know not that NASCAR is not hard but you know driving around on that um, so it's not only just going to help the racetracks with additional races um, but that could bring not just not just to bring the NASCAR I mean stuff obviously up, you're not you're not selling out Indy for <laughs> dirt no. track race on a Thursday night or whenever it's ran yeah they don't even but know if it's going to be Thursday or Friday it's still going to be so. you know fun uh, to see how they actually do it so I'm more excited about that how they actually do it um, so it's cool just gotta get that crossover actually there at the track instead of you know having to drive X amount of hours away to um, go see that race because Indy 500 week you know they do the little 500 they have they have Kokomo uh, on that Sunday and they have dirt racing all over that week Vegas has always done that where they have the World of Outlaws yeah they do like the World of Outlaws Thursday what Thursday Friday Uh, I think or Wednesday Um, Thursday and then they for their playoff race they got the K&N guys actually they're gonna be at the dirt track so So Vegas has always done that leading into NASCAR weekend because one time that we spent that whole weekend there with just at racetracks but it's never been actually inside a track it's not inside but it's right next door but it's not inside you're absolutely right so this is neat because it's in turn and they and I was reading they're gonna put grants or seats inside too so you're not just gonna be on the other side on the outside track people are gonna be able to sit next to the dirt track can they actually go on the track like I want to see how they do all that stuff for like fans just, can you I can be think, on the track and sit you know bring your own lawn chair sit up in like the little <laughs> bank turns I mean, oh, it's not really high bank but yeah, it's, high, yeah. it's a little banked but I mean you yeah. can you know, bring your own chair it doesn't it doesn't say anything like that it just says they're planning on putting bleachers on the inside um, I, I almost get the impression that they're like let's do this okay 
Yeah, and I was like, let's start on it. Okay. And now it's like, what are we going to do next? Right. I, I feel like it's coming as going, but I'm sure they have a plan. No, they have it all planned out. I'm sure they do. They have it all planned out. They're just weeding it out a little bit. Now they're just, only reason it's a big deal right now is they're actually laying the dirt now and everything. So, um, but I mean, it, it also will help with the ratings of NASCAR, um, you know, it's not going to hurt either side for ratings if you cross over. Even if, you know, a third of the NASCAR fans show up to the dirt race and like it or vice versa, that's still a lot of people that weren't paying attention before that are now interested in it, you know. Oh, and yeah. the dirt track racing is cheaper than NASCAR. So maybe you'll get a family, a dad and his two boys out to the dirt track race. Oh, yeah. You know, um and see that and fall in love with that and then they'll start going to more dirt track races in Indiana and stuff like that so I mean it doesn't hurt in any stretch to do it because that Brickyard 400 they're doing everything right now to try to get people to show up to that thing it's not I mean they definitely have some good footage from last year's Brickyard 400 that had like 20 caution flags and only finished with like 10 cars <laughs> and you know Casey Kane getting a fluke win they definitely have I mean, good footage if they you know want to get the average NASCAR fan who just goes yeah, for wrecks but they moved it from <laughs> July to September so you're not in that Midwest freaking heat and humidity. Oh, yeah. It's the last race going into the playoffs yeah, now. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So they moved it because people complained about the heat. So that didn't help. Um, and you now know. you got football season starting. Well, <laughs> it, it, that, that's it, not going to help. The Bridgeyard goes up against the Colts home opener. So that's well planned there, guys. Yeah. You good, know. good job. Good job. I have a feeling that, well, uh, the good news is, is uh, the Colts stadium only lets about 60 grand in there. So the rest of them can go to racing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, that definitely is going to be fun. Uh, Once again, thank you for listening to the Racing with Jason podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at JasonCarter03. Also on Facebook, uh, Racing with Jason uh, podcast. Is that my my podcast name? I don't even remember what my podcast is. Yes, it is. Racing with Jason. You can put like the at symbol in there and you can type, look up Racing with Jason. And the website is hoping to be launched on Thursday. Yes, tomorrow we hope to launch gestaltproduction.com and uh, also going to intertwine the main event podcast, which means Steve uh, busted out for you yesterday and also Racing with Jason podcast. So look forward to all that and the YouTube channel, Gestalt Productions. Everything's going everywhere. We are busy. The website will consolidate everything. Yes, we are busy here at <laughs> the studio of the kitchen studio doing our thing um but thank you for listening fans make sure you uh, come on out this weekend to the autocross at arizona speedway hope to see you out there and if you uh, do come out hey by all means make sure you come by stop say hi you know don't be a stranger jason's the young guy with the mic yes i'm the young guy with the mic i'm actually the only guy with the mic this week because oh, gonna be yeah gary is taking a hiatus this week and i am the guy well there'll be a couple of camera guys out there but uh i'm the good looking one there you go the good looking <laughs> one with the with the better camera <laughs> anyways guys thanks for listening god bless you god bless the troops god bless america